The Weather Forecast, brought to you by Pole Company, your premier global communication agency. Clear start with sunshine and a gentle breeze. Highs of 16 degrees in Nice and Antibes, 15 degrees in Monaco and Saint-Tropez, 10 degrees in Saint-Étienne-de-Tiné and 11 degrees in Tende. This evening going down to 6 degrees along the coast. Uh, the outlook for tomorrow and Thursday. Wednesday, clear skies with highs of 14 degrees. Uh, Thursday, cloudy with highs of between 12 and 15 degrees. The sun will rise this Tuesday morning at 7.32 and sets this evening at 5.36. The sea temperature in Nice is 14.2 degrees. In Liverpool today, 9 degrees with heavy rain. Milan, 15 degrees in the sunshine. Bordeaux, 15 degrees. And misty with light winds. The weather forecast brought to you by Pole Company, your premier global communication agency. Illuminate your brand's visibility with us and let your business shine. Find out more at polecompany.net. Seven minutes past seven o'clock. Crikey, if that didn't wake you up, I don't know what will. Very good morning to you. I hope you're well this Tuesday morning. The top news story nationally in France is that the French president, Emmanuel Macron, is to meet uh, today with, or tomorrow rather, with farmers' unions for the first time uh, since the start of protests. And the president of the FNSEA has announced that actions on the ground in several departments will take place uh, leading up to the agricultural show if the French government does not make concrete efforts. And meanwhile, unions from the Eiffel Tower in Paris have voted for a renewable strike from February the 19th. And locally, uh, gunshots have once again been heard in the Moulin district of Nice. Uh, shots were heard at around 4.30pm on Monday afternoon and no injuries were reported. And the mystery smell continues over Nice. Yes, uh, a suspicious smell in Nice reported last week. Uh, the unidentified smell uh, described as sulphur burning tyres or incinerated waste uh, was being investigated by the local council. And on Monday, uh, the smell seemed to be stronger. And the city hall has once again uh, sent a letter to the prefect of the Altmar team uh, to determine uh, where the smell is coming from. In sport, in football, in the Premier League last night, Chelsea came from behind to win 3-1 against Crystal Palace. Uh, more on those stories coming up at 7.30. In a moment's time, we'll have the entertainment news and, of course, the quiz after 8 o'clock. And it's Shrove Tuesday. Are you having a pancake this evening? Do let me know. And it's also a world radio today. So, radio day today. So, throughout the show, we'll be highlighting the day with lots of different uh, clips and contributions from people that have worked in radio and also uh, those of you that listen to the radio and what you think about it as so do stay tuned between now and 10 o'clock plenty coming up and if you wish to tell me what radio means to you uh, then please be my guest you can send an audio file uh, to whatsapp plus three three six eight oh eight six nine five nine nine or on the open mic using the riviere radio app uh, riviere radio uh, dot mc because we are your radio station so it's up to you this tuesday morning for world radio day
Holy House, London, calling. It was on the 14th of November, 1922, when the BBC crackled into life. At around 5.33pm, a short news bulletin was read by Arthur Burroughs. 2LO, Marconi House, London, calling. In 1924, George V made his first broadcast to the nation from the Empire Exhibition. Churchill used it during the war to rally the country. We shall defend every village, every town and every city. And then in 1951 came... The Archers, the world's longest-running soap opera. Better or worse, radio had arrived, and it was here to stay. Beep, 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 yeah. Riviera Radio Travel News. Taking a look at the region's roads, it's slow moving in, coming into Monaco, but the tunnel there is currently open. And if you were planning on heading up to Isla de Mille or Oran today, then you might want to check as there are complications on the RM2205. Uh, That's following uh, two landslides uh, that happened on Monday. Diversions have been put in place, but it has uh, complicated matters if you're planning on going up to one of the uh, local ski resorts of Isla de Mille or Oran. Uh, taking a look at the trains, there's a 20-minute delay on the 8.36 uh, Nice to Marseille. And uh, so far this Tuesday morning, there are no delays or cancellations at Nice International Airport. Seven twenty in this morning's entertainment news. International pop star Kylie Minogue is set to receive a Brit's Global Icon Award at this year's ceremony, uh, taking place on March the second. It will recognise Kylie's career over five decades. Uh, she's also nominated for International Artist of the Year. Uh, Kylie has also been confirmed to perform on the night and will join the already announced Dua Lipa on stage. Uh, speaking about the announcement, Kylie said. I am beyond thrilled to be honoured with the Global Icon Award and to be joining a roll call of such incredible artists. And actor Tom Cruise is growing closer to his glamorous Russian socialite girlfriend and has been regularly spending nights at her London apartment, according to reports. Uh, Cruise, who is 61, is uh, seeing a 36-year-old uh, Russian socialite girlfriend and was seen with her at attending a glittering gala dinner last week in support of the London's Air 
ambulance charity uh, where Prince William was a guest of honour. February the 13th, what day is it today? It's World Radio Day. What does radio mean to you? Uh, drop me a line on the WhatsApp plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine, or on the open mic using the Riviera Radio app or studio at rivieradio.mc highlighting World Radio Day throughout the full English breakfast show today. It was on this day in 1542 that Catherine Howard, uh, the fifth wife of Henry VIII, was beheaded for adultery aged just 18. On this day in 1978, uh, tomorrow's world presenter Anna Ford was officially announced as ITN's first female newsreader. It was on this day in 1980 uh, the Winter Olympics opened in Canada. English ski jumper and plasterer Eddie Edwards became the surprise sensation of the Games. Uh, the fearless contestant came last but won all the headlines and, of course, uh, the nickname The Eagle. Uh, his life story was made into a film, Eddie the Eagle, in 2016. And you might remember it well and you might have shed a tear or two as it was on February the 13th in 1996 uh, that take that split up. Uh, the biggest band of the 90s announced uh, that they were splitting up in front of the world press at the Hilton in Manchester. If it's your birthday today, then you share it with uh, English singer-songwriter Peter Gabriel is 74. Uh, English comedian Hugh Dennis is 62. The English pop singer that I used to go to the milk bar with in Tottenham Court Road, Sonia, with You'll Never Stop Me Loving You, who became the first female UK artist to achieve five top 20 hit singles from one album. And she is 53 today. And Robbie Williams, the English singer-songwriter, is at 52 days. So a very happy birthday if it is your birthday. And we'll have more entertainment news at the same time uh, tomorrow morning. And it was on this day, 2005, readers of the UK newspaper The Sun voted this. What's he doing? Pulling on those bells, all those ropes, all those strings. As the greatest British pop single of the past 25 years on this day in 2005. Oh, oh, oh. no, too early for singing, Lisa. Careless Whisper and George Michael. Teresa, and I'm from the UK, and I just love listening to radio in the mornings. Savills Monaco, specialists in lettings, sales, and evaluations. Globally known, locally trusted. Think property, think Savills Monaco.
In 2024, the king of pop culture will reign supreme at the Nice Carnival, captivating audiences from the 17th of February to the 3rd of March. Brace yourself for a citywide pop sensation, promising entertainment for all, whether you're with family, friends, or flying solo. Don't miss the legendary Quasi and Flower Battles. Book your tickets now or get your costumes ready. And don't forget, dressed up is free. Information and bookings at Nice carnival.com Hansel, we're saved the old witch is dead join us at the international school of nice for a spellbinding performance of the collected grim tales adapted by caroline duffy and dramatized by tim supple on the 15th 16th 17th of february at 7 30 p.m tickets are available at isn-nice.com Need to service your life jackets and immersion suits? Think Chantier Kellar for service and supply of life jackets and immersion suits. Pickup and delivery on board. Fast and effective service. Classification approved. Kellar. 30 years as your life-saving supplier. Log on to Kellar. Q-U-E-L-A-R-T dot com. For property services in Monaco, across the Côte d'Azur and throughout the French Alps, Contact Savills, the local property experts with a truly international reach. Think property, think Savills. The local news brought to you by Balkan Estates, Knight Frank Monaco, the largest privately owned real estate group in the world. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. Good morning, it's 7.30. I'm Sarah Lysert reporting. French President Emmanuel Macron is to meet tomorrow with farmers' unions for the first time since the start of protests. The head of state will meet in the coming days all the agricultural unions, starting with the Rural Coordination and the Peasant Confederation tomorrow, ahead of the FNSEE and the Young Farmers next week. Now, these meetings are planned like every year ahead of the agricultural show, but will be the first between the president and the representative organizations of farmers uh, since the start of the crisis. The president of the FNSEA announced on Monday that actions on the ground in several departments of France will take place leading up to the agricultural show if the French government does not make concrete efforts. Meanwhile, unions from the Eiffel Tower in Paris have voted for a renewable strike from February the 19th. The unions are once again denouncing poor financial management by the municipality. The CGT and Force Ouvrier denounce poor financial management of the monument by the municipality with underestimated costs and overestimated revenues. The city of Paris owns excuse me, 99% of the capital of the Eiffel Tower operating company. Uh, the General Assembly, which took place uh, Monday morning, uh, voted unanimously for strike action, which will begin on February the 19th uh, during the school holidays. A strike had already been organised on December the 27th on the 100th anniversary of the death of engineer Gustav Eiffel. And the CGT claimed that the current management is leading the SETE straight into the wall. Uh, the employees also pointed out the threat of a strike during the Olympic Games organised in Paris from July the 26th to August the 11th. 
And France's Minister of National Education has revealed that school bullying affects, on average, more than one student in every class in France. And the conclusions of a national survey also reveal that a significant proportion of students need more assistance and help in the face of the risk of bullying. And the survey carried out in November of last year in the wake of an interministerial plan against school bullying shows that 5% of school children from C2 to CM2, 6% of middle school students and 4% of high school students are considered victims of harassment. In local news, gunshots have once again been heard in the Moulin district of Nice. Shots were heard at around 4.30pm on Monday afternoon. No injuries were reported. According to the first elements from the National Police, the shots were fired on 37 Boulevard Poulmontel near a laundrette, which has also been used as a dealing point with several shootings in the area in recent months. An investigation is underway. A motorist and her dog have been saved by police in Thiel-sur-Mer after becoming trapped in rising waters on Saturday. The incident occurred on Saturday afternoon when the region experienced a Mediterranean episode of heavy rain. Uh, the 65-year-old and her dog were trapped in their vehicle before an off-duty police officer intervened and raised the alarm. Uh, suffering from slight injuries, the woman was treated at the scene by paramedics and the dog was unharmed. The mystery continues over a suspicious smell in Nice. Uh, reported last week, the unidentified smell, described as sulphur, burning tyres or incinerated waste, uh, was being investigated by the local council. On Monday, however, the smell, which has been affecting mainly the eastern district of the city, had still not been identified and, according to many locals, appeared to be stronger. To date, no explanation has been provided by authorities and the city of Nice once again took action and sent a letter on Monday morning to the prefect of the Altmara team uh, to determine where the smell is coming from. Meanwhile, the Terre Bleu Association has announced legal action for lack of information, monitoring and protection of the population. Five Spanish men have received four to five year prison sentences and a 5.6 million euro fine after being stopped by police at the Paytol on the AA motorway motorway in Fréjus. Uh, the facts date back to December of last year when the individuals were found to be in possession of half a tonne of cannabis pollen, uh, distributed in 16 bags between two vehicles and worth 5.6 million euros. Uh, police confirmed that they were dealing with a well-organised drug network. Train traffic has been interrupted between Toulon and Hier in both directions. The SNCF indicated on Monday that due to an act of vandalism, a traffic was at a standstill. A specialised team intervened to assess the damage, while many passengers experienced long delays into the evening. A new tourist tax in Monaco will be less than expected. And the National Council of Monaco claims to have obtained more measured rates for the tourist tax, which is coming into force. A bill to foreign guests of hotels in the principality voted unanimously in July of last year. The law requires any person over 18 years of age not domiciled in the country and staying in a hotel or hotel residence in the principality to pay a fee. And the principle is modelled on that of the tourist tax 
tax in France, which has existed since 1910. The revenue from the tax allows local authorities to have additional resources to develop tourism in the area. The amount, which will be fixed each year by a decree within the limit of €15 per person per night. In a press release dated February the 10th, elected officials in Monaco recalled that the amount initially set by the government was considered to be too high and was subject to debate. In the Principality, the 2024 scale sets the tourist contribution in Monaco palaces such as the Hotel de Paris, the Hermitage and the Metropole at €7 per person per night, €5 per person per night for four-star establishments and in lower standard establishments the contribution will be €3 in uh, three-star hotels and €2 at the Hotel de France, uh, the only two-star hotel in the Principality. Furthermore, stays of more than 90 consecutive days or professional overnight stays linked to conferences will not be subject to the tax. Finally, Marseille is experiencing a boom in cruise ship passengers with 2.5 million visitors in 2023. The Grand Maritime Port of Marseille reported 76% increase in cruise activities. That's 36% more passengers and 53% more stopovers than in 2022. Of the 4 million people who set foot on land, there are 2.5 million cruise passengers or 1 million more than in 2022. After three years marked by the pandemic, the activity is booming. The local news is brought to you by Balkan Estates Knight Frank Monaco. Go to BalkanEstates.com Riviera Radio Sports News in Formula One, Fernando Alonso has said that Lewis Hamilton's move to Ferrari could turn the Italian team into championship contenders uh, for 2025. And meanwhile, a hearing into allegations of inappropriate and controlling behaviour against Red Bull team boss Christian Horner has finished without a resolution. Horner has denied the claims. And in football, in the Premier League last night, Chelsea came from behind uh, to win 3-1 against Crystal Palace, increasing the pressure on uh, the team's manager, Roy Hodgson. Here's more from BBC Sport. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. Hello from Colin Harrison at the BBC Sports Centre. Chelsea came from behind to win 3-1 at Crystal Palace on Monday night. Jefferson Lerma fired Palace into a half-time lead with a stunning strike after half an hour before Chelsea dominated the second half. Conor Gallagher, who was on loan at Palace a few years ago, equalised for Chelsea just after the break and he scored again in stoppage time before Enzo Fernandez added a third. The knockout phase of the Champions League gets underway on Tuesday with Manchester City in Denmark to face FC Copenhagen. City, the holders of course, are huge favourites to go through over two legs, but manager Pep Guardiola says it won't be easy against a team that qualified from a group ahead of Galatasaray and Manchester United. A huge respect is what I feel. So normally I have a huge respect to opponents, but when I saw what they have done this, this group of stage against these opponents, I have to prepare mentally. The game plan will be, as always I've been, but mentally have to be ready to suffer. It will be a tight, tight game. 100%. I feel it. 
Elsewhere, Aston Villa have confirmed that midfielder Bubakar Kamara suffered a significant knee ligament injury in the second half of Sunday's game against Manchester United. Villa say Kamara will have further consultations with a knee specialist to determine the severity of the injury and the length of his layoff. Better news for Villa, though, is the confirmation that Leon Bailey has signed a new contract with the club. The Jamaican winger, who joined Villa from Bayer Leverkusen in 2021, has extended his stay until 2027 with the option of a further year after that. Bailey has scored 10 goals so far in all competitions for Villa this season. For more football news from the BBC, go to bbc.com forward slash football. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. Riviera Radio Business News. Brought to you by Barclays. In this morning's business news, takeaway delivery drivers in the UK are planning to strike on Valentine's Day uh, to demand better pay and improved working conditions. Uh, the action, impacting four food apps, including uh, Deliveroo and Uber Eats, is thought to involve as many as 3,000 drivers and riders on Wednesday evening. The action, organised by a grassroots group of couriers, um, many of whom are Brazilian, is intended to draw attention to what has been described as poor pay and working conditions that many riders face while delivering food and groceries in cities across the UK. And the UK chip designer Arm Holdings has seen its stock market value almost double in less than a week as investors bet on the artificial intelligence boom. The Cambridge-based company reported financial results last Wednesday that showed demand for AI-related technology is boosting its sales. Chips designed by Arm already power almost every smartphone in the world. The firm was taken private by Japan's SoftBank in 2016 and it returned to the stock market last September. On the foreign exchanges, one euro is worth one US dollar zero seven cents. The British pound is buying one US dollar twenty six cents. The pound's worth one euro seventeen cents, which means the euro is trading at eighty five point thirty three pence. The Swiss franc is buying one US dollar fourteen cents and one euro zero five cents. A Bitcoin forty nine thousand nine hundred seventy dollars fifty one cents. Ethereum two thousand six hundred fifty dollars forty five cents. And commodities: the price of an ounce of gold $2,021.21 and a barrel of Brent crude $82.12. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength and we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, Search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315-3535. The Marine Weather Forecast brought to you by Port Bon and its brand new International Yacht Club of Antibes. For coast areas up to 20 miles offshore, the Outmara team and the VAR, the general situation is a depression of 1,011 millibars. Winds are northeasterly, force 2 to 4. Uh, the sea is moderate, visibility is good, and the barometric pressure for Saint Jean Cap Fra is 1,011 millibars. For North Corsica, winds are variable, force 2 to 4. The sea is moderate, good visibility, and the barometric pressure for Cap Course, 1,013 millibars. 
The Marine Weather Forecast, brought to you by Port Vauban. Welcoming you all year round for a short or a long stay for all yachts up to 160 metres. Come and enjoy the new cruise centre at the International Yacht Club of Antibes. Find out more at leportvauban.com. Clear start with sunshine and a gentle breeze. Highs of 16 degrees in Nice and Antibes, 15 degrees in Monaco and Saint-Tropez, 10 degrees in Saint-Étienne-de-Tiné and 11 degrees in Tende. This evening going down to 6 degrees along the coast. The outlook for tomorrow and Thursday, uh, Wednesday, clear skies with highs of 14 degrees. A Thursday, cloudy with highs of between 12 and 15 degrees. You're up to date. It's just coming up to quarter to eight. The news is available on our website, Riviera mc and you can also check out our Facebook page 106.5 uh, Riviera Radio we're highlighting World Radio Day uh, today between now and 10 o'clock got some uh, fab clips coming up from you the listener and people that have worked in radio and also from a very special friend of mine the whole reason I ever came down here probably to the south of France uh, so plenty between now and 10 and also wanting to take your comments on what radio means to you you. you can WhatsApp me on plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine, and also email studio at rivieradio.mc or use the open mic on the Riviera Radio app. Would absolutely love to hear from you. And Sally's done just that. Hi, Sarah. While I'm not that old, my childhood was spent listening to the radio because TV came very late to South Africa. I fondly remember evenings and weekends when the family would gather together to listen to mysteries, police dramas, quiz shows and replays of The Goon Show. It was a very special time to me. A morning drives to school with the radio were standard practice when I was young and something I carried on doing with my own children. I love turning on the radio to have my coffee and breakfast every morning, except, of course, for the bad news from around the world. Uh, thanks for getting up so early every weekday morning to entertain and inform us. I'm sure there there are many people who feel less alone because of you. Oh, thank you very much, Sally. Uh, do keep them coming. Any comments to Mark? World uh, Radio Day today. We're highlighting it uh, throughout uh, the full English breakfast show this Tuesday morning. The word broadcasting comes from farming. Uh, yes, it's actually a mid-18th century agricultural term that means wide scattering of seeds. Uh, the word didn't become a term related to radio until the 20th century, when the first radio broadcasts were created. Alike with a broadcast sowing, broad radio broadcasting also involves a large scattering of stuff. Radio waves, songs and entertainment. So, uh, well, does this mean all radio broadcasts are technically farmers. Well, why not? As radio became more commonplace, programming became more diversified. Before long, news broadcasts, weather reports, popular music classical music, opera, sports, and fictional programming could all be found. Fictional radio programs became the most popular, especially in the latter part of the 1920s and into the 1930s. 
Hi there, uh, I, I'm David, David Wilkinson, and uh, I come from Bedford in England. Uh, radio to me is like a good friend. Uh, it takes me back to the times when I was a young man and listening to programmes like Ken Bruce and Tony Blackburn and uh, Simon Mayo. Uh, bring back memories, good memories of when I was young and when times were great. And now, being an older guy at 70, it's superb to listen uh, to plays in the afternoon and listen to things like McCleavy and Charles Paris Mysteries. They pass a bit of time and, uh, you know, with good stories and good plots and it's like watching television in your mind and... Uh, yeah, radio to me is a great friend and brings back warm and uh, happy memories. Listening to this week's LBS report by Tracy Leonetti, Paperwork Professional. If there is one subject that causes the most stress and anxiety, it's dealing with your visas to move to France. Understanding which visa, or even if you need a visa, is something that comes up time and time again in consultations with clients, in webinars, and of course at the many property shows that I attend. This is normal, let's face it, it's a key element of your successful move to France. Of course, which type of visa you need largely depends on your nationality, how long you wish to stay in France and, of course, the reason for your visit. Rumour has it that I came to France over 30 years ago without a visa. Well, yes, that is true, but don't do as I did, do as I say. Getting the correct visa before you come to France will make your integration so much smoother. I'm Tracy Lunetti and I'm passionate about helping people live their best life in France by helping them with a smooth transition to France. You know, I'm going to be really honest here. What drives me crazy is I'm not an expert in finance. I can't cut hair. I don't recognise any type of car except my own. And seriously, I cannot draw a line without rubbing it out. But I'm excellent at French bureaucracy and visas. And it drives me absolutely crazy that people are willing to invest so much money in a move to France. But when it comes to getting the facts on visas and immigration and other French processes, they go online to free forums or, worse still, ask advice from friends rather than paying for a service that provides the right information based on their needs. Literally just last week, a lovely lady reached out to me for a consultation because she'd had her business visa rejected. She'd basically taken the wrong advice and now she was worried. She thought it would be easy, but believe me, nothing about immigration or French bureaucracy is easy. Anyway, I digress. The visa is often the first step in your journey to France, so please, please get the right advice. In today's LBS report on demystifying French bureaucracy, I will be clarifying the different visas you may need when moving to France. So, let's get started. 
If you'd like to hear the rest of this LBS report by Tracy Leonetti, paperwork professional, and find out more about how to ensure a smooth transition to France, visit lbsinfrance.com or check out the Riviera Radio podcast page. The Press Review, brought to you by BMW Can, Nice and Monaco. It's just gone uh, five to eight, uh, taking a look at the front pages in the UK this uh, Tuesday morning. The Times says the British Prime Minister's pledged to build hundreds of thousands of new homes in Britain's cities to help young people uh, get on the housing ladder, uh, leads the front page of the Times this morning. Uh, meanwhile, the Daily Express leads on the news that a medical study has found that dementia may be able to be predicted 15 years before the first symptoms emerge uh, using a simple blood test. And the front page of uh, the Sun leads on the Coronation Street star Bill Roach reportedly owes nearly £550,000 in tax and is now facing a battle in the High Court. Uh, On the front page of The Guardian, Labour withdrawing support for its candidate in the upcoming Rochdale by-election just weeks before voters go to the polls is the lead story on the front page of The Guardian. Uh, Meanwhile, the Financial Times reports that private equity chiefs have seen their portfolios grow by $40 billion due to an asset surge sparked by rising interest rates. And on the front page of the Met uh, the news that a school head teacher uh, has not hired classroom staff because a PFI contract forces him to spend 30000 a year on mowing uh, the grass on the playing fields. Uh, that's the front page of the Metro. And on the, finally, on the front page of the... Uh, the Daily Star talks about uh, uh, that's, uh, that football fan that travelled 8,000 miles from China to see his uh, beloved Bolton Wanderers play. And that's a look at the front pages in the UK this uh, Tuesday morning. Coming up, we've got the news live from the BBC. And in the next hour, of course, it'll be the quiz over to you and plenty of bits and pieces to highlight a World Radio Day. If you do have a message, if you'd like to tell me what a radio means to you, uh, then please feel free. You can send it in an email, studio at rivieradio.mc. You can use the open mic on the Riviera Radio app, or you can WhatsApp me on uh, plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine and tell me what radio means to you. Uh, you're getting some uh, brilliant input in, so uh, thank you very much, and do keep keep it coming uh, between now and ten o'clock. The Full English Breakfast Show on Riviera Radio, live from Monaco. The Press Review, brought to you by BMW, Nice, Cannes and Monaco. Boost your business with the electrified range by BMW. Find all the BMW business drive offers at your car dealer. Looking for the only radio station in English on the French Riviera? Look no further than Riviera Radio. We bring you the latest news, entertainment, and music all in English. Whether you're a local, an expat, or a visitor to the area, we're here to keep you connected and entertained. And we're not just a radio station. We're a community. Connect with fellow English speakers, discover local events and activities, and stay connected to the vibrant life of the French Riviera. Tune in to Riviera Radio, your one-stop destination for English news, music, and entertainment on the French Riviera. 
What you've just heard was written with the help of artificial intelligence. To start with, sunshine and a gentle breeze. Highs of 16 degrees in Nice and Antibes, 15 degrees in Monaco and Saint-Tropez, 10 degrees in Saint-Étienne-de-Tinay and 11 degrees in Tonde. This evening going down to 6 degrees along the coast and the outlook for tomorrow and Thursday. Uh, Wednesday should be clear skies with highs of 14 degrees. Uh, Thursday, cloudy with highs of between 12 and 15 degrees. The sun rose this morning at 7.32 and will set this evening at 5.36. Sea temperature in Cannes is 14 degrees. In Milan today, 15 degrees and sunny. Bordeaux has 15 degrees and misty with light winds. And Liverpool, 9 degrees with heavy rain. Seven minutes past eight o'clock. You're listening to the Full English Breakfast Show on Riviera Radio. Coming up shortly, it will be the quiz. And over to you. And today we're highlighting World Radio Day. Lots of uh, great bits and pieces coming up between now and uh, ten o'clock. And if you wish to contribute to what radio means to you, a studio at rivieradio.mc or you can WhatsApp me on plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine. And you can also, of course, use the open mic on the Riviera Radio app. You know, you just make noises and people laugh. Plus, you're not in any way prejudiced by my hair. Branson actually, I promise you this, this is true, when he sees me, he takes uh, a lock of my hair, twizzles it around his finger and says... What shampoo are you using? I swear, it's completely bonkers and rude and silly, but I want to be bonkers and rude and silly at seven in the morning, you know? I'll be serious for the rest of it. So, one of my favourite memories of the radio was when I was a kid, and it was Christmas Eve, and I'd gone to bed, not ready to sleep, waiting for Santa. The most amazing thing was I put my earphone in, put the radio on, listened to Radio Luxembourg, and I listened to an hour of Elton John. And it brought me into Christmas Day, and what a fantastic day to move into, way to move into Christmas Day. It was absolutely brilliant, and radio was my friend that night. on first thing in the morning as I wake up. It's always Radio Riviera and you absolutely cheer me up and wake me up and your energy is passed on to me, hopefully. Not always, but today for sure. It's my walking day. Thank you very much for your uh, generosity being up so early and cheering us up. Beep, 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 yeah. Riviera Radio Travel News. Thank you very much. Uh, 
Ines, yes, taking your World Radio Day. We're highlighting it throughout the show this morning and taking your comments and thoughts, what radio means to you. You can do what Ines did just there, which was record a message on the open mic on the Riviera Radio app, or you can WhatsApp me on plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine, or email the studio, the studio at rivieradio.mc. Uh, taking a look at the region's traffic uh, on the roads, it's slow moving coming into Monaco, but the tunnel there has remained open. If you're planning on going up to either Isola de Mille or Oran today to do a bit of skiing, it will be beautiful conditions as they've got plenty of snow after the weekend and it's supposed to be beautiful sunshine, uh, but getting there might be a bit of an issue as the RM2205 uh, has uh, been cut off uh, due to two landslides on Monday. They're trying desperately to set up some diversions in place, uh, but you might want to check on the Vancey uh, Roads website before heading off. Uh, taking a look at uh, the trains, what's happening at the SNCF? Uh, well, uh, apart from the earlier delay that I mentioned, uh, that was uh, uh, the train leaving from Marseille. It's been extended. The 8.36 only had a, a 15 minute delay on it. That's now increased to 90 minute delay. That's the 8.36 uh, Nice to Marseille. And uh, also the Nice to Paris 9.25 has a 45 minute delay on it. Uh, so far at Nice International Airport, there are no delays or cancellations. International Radio Day, and who better to join me to tell us all about radio but station manager Paul Kavanagh. Morning, Sarah. Yes, indeed. International Radio Day across the world with UNESCO. It's great to see that um, radio has been recognised and loved as one of the longest-lasting uh, medias, mass medias there is out there. And, you know, radio is quite amazing. You and I have been in the business a long time, and... Um, in the 70s, they said that video will kill the radio star, and it didn't. Um, and now, actually, we're seeing the closure. Sadly, we're seeing the closure of some music TV stations. Then streaming services came along, and they said, that's going to kill radio. Everyone will be streaming what they want, and uh, it'll kill radio. And what they found is, uh, you know, radio is still about 90% of all audio listening. Streaming services are about 10. And... Um, I think people like the fact that the radio picks the songs that we think people will like and we save them the work of trying to decide what to play for themselves. Uh, we listen to all the music and try and just play the best songs on the radio for everybody. Then social media came along and of course radio was social media before the social media that we know today and radio still continues to be incredibly strong. In fact. Uh, latest figures coming out from all around Europe show that on average about 80% of people listen to the radio every day and about 90% of people listen to the radio weekly. And um, so radio is still very strong and you know we're grateful to our listeners for keeping it strong. Audio uh, is more important today than it's ever been. Um, you know, brands not only have to think about uh, how they look but also how they sound uh, audio consumption is huge. Still, Christmas just gone. The top uh, purchases were headphones and smart speakers. 
And radio is very much a, a one-to-one medium. And I think this is probably one of the reasons why radio has a special place in so many people's hearts. We're a companion, we're a friend, we're a, an advisor, and we connect people. So you're never alone once you put the radio on. And, of course, today, one of the things that we've invested in is obviously improving our signal, but also being available on all devices. So, for example, iPhones, Apple Watches, TVs, all kinds of things. You can listen to radio. You don't have to have a radio anymore. And one of the things that we love is when our audience interact with us. And radio is great. We hear from you. You tell us what you think. You give us your opinions. You phone in questions or you uh, send us messages all the time. And uh, we, we love that. So, yes, it's uh, International Radio Day. Radio's been operating more than 100 years. And uh, hopefully we've got another 100 still to go. Radio means a fantastic avenue to listen to lots and lots of music and far superior quality of sports commentary than on the television. The Full English Breakfast Show highlighting World Radio Day this Tuesday morning, uh, Tuesday the 13th of February, marked as World Radio Day. But it's time for the usual, because I wouldn't scrap the usual just because it's World Radio Day, and it's the quiz, and it's over to you. All you have to do is guess the intro. It does have a connection with World Radio Day, so if you can tell me its connection to World Radio Day, then you get an extra point, and I'm going to chuck in a calendar this morning if you get the right answer. Answer, Riviera Radio calendar for 2024. Uh, better do it before it, it's December and it won't be worth it. <laughs> so, uh, so there we go. All you have to do is tell me the intro to the song and if you can, the first few lines and its connection uh, to World Radio a Day. Studio at rivieradio.mc. WhatsApp me on plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine, or you can use the open mic on the Riviera Radio app. Here we go. So, do you know the intro? Which song intro is that? And what are the first few words to the song? And what is the connection to World Radio Day? I'll be telling you afterwards, after this. 8.22, the Full English Breakfast Show, live from Monaco on Riviera Radio, Al Stewart and Song on the Radio. Radio means to me hobby between channels and picking up news. International Radio Day, what does radio mean to you? Keeping current. International Radio Day, what does radio mean to you? Radio is much better than television. 
More and more people are turning to radio for their marketing and advertising. In radio, there's no cookies, no way to scroll past the ads, and when planned well, most people hearing your message are in your area and can become good customers for you. Local radio gets results. For more than 30 years, 80% of people listen to the radio each day. People trust radio, and it's an important part of knowing what's going on locally. On radio, you're full page, full color, and on the first page, not hidden away. Radio brings your business to life. Listening to this message proves radio works. Get in touch with us, and we'll explain why radio beats them all. 106.5 Riviera Radio. In 2024, the king of pop culture will reign supreme at the Nice Carnival, captivating audiences from the 17th of February to the 3rd of March. Brace yourself for a citywide pop sensation, promising entertainment for all, whether you're with family, friends, or flying solo. Don't miss the legendary Quasi and Flower Battles. Book your tickets now or get your costumes ready. And don't forget, dressed up is free. Information and bookings at Nice carnival.com Indulge in a wellness cocoon this Valentine's Day at Spa Villa Belle Plage, opposite the Belle Plage Hotel, your ultimate destination for a romantic, relaxing retreat in Cannes. Discover our exquisite range of cosmetic and holistic beauty treatments, blending care with cutting-edge technologies. Find out our exclusive Valentine's Day offers at spavillabelleplage.fr the British School of Monaco delivers a fantastic English education in a nurturing environment. To visit our fast-growing, family-run, values-driven school, go to britishschool.mc. The local news brought to you by Balkan Estates, Knight Frank Monaco, the largest privately owned real estate group in the world. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. Good morning, it's 8.30. I'm Sarah Lysett reporting. French President Emmanuel Macron is to meet tomorrow with farmers' unions for the first time since the start of protests. The head of state will meet in the coming days all the agricultural unions, starting with the Rural Coordination and the Peasant Confederation tomorrow, ahead of the FNSEA and the Young Farmers next week. These meetings are planned like every year ahead of the agricultural show, but will be the first between the president and the representative organisations of farmers uh, since the start of the crisis. Uh, the president of the FNSEA announced on Monday that actions on the ground in several departments across France will take place leading up to the agricultural show if the French government does not make concrete efforts. Meanwhile, unions from the Eiffel Tower in Paris have voted for a renewable strike from February the 19th. The unions are once again denouncing poor financial management by the town hall. Uh, the CGT and Force Ouvrière denounce poor financial management of the monument uh, with underestimated costs and overestimated revenues. The city of Paris owns 99% of the capital of the Eiffel Tower operating company. The General Assembly, which took place Monday morning, Morning, voted unanimously for strike action, which will begin on Friday, on February the 19th. 
uh, during the school holidays. Uh, a strike had already been organised on December the 27th on the 100th anniversary of the death of engineer uh, Gustav Eiffel. Uh, the CGT claim that the current management is leading the CTE straight into the wall. Uh, the employees also pointed out the threat of strike action during the Olympic Games organised in the French capital from July the 26th to August the 11th. France's Minister of National Education has revealed that school bullying affects on average more than one student in every class in France. The conclusions of a national survey also reveal that a significant proportion of students need more assistance and help in the face of the risk of bullying. The survey carried out in November of last year in the wake of an interministerial plan against school bullying shows 5% of school children from C2 to CM2, 6% of middle school students and 4% percent of high school students are considered victims of school bullying. In local news, gunshots have once again been heard in the Moulin district of Nice. The shots were heard at around 4.30pm on Monday. No injuries were reported. According to the first elements from the National Police, uh, the shots were fired on 37 Boulevard Paul Montel near a laundrette, which has also been used as a dealing point with several shootings in the area in recent months. An investigation is underway. The mysterious uh, smell continues, uh, or this mystery rather, continues over a suspicious smell in Nice. Uh, reported last week, the unidentified smell, described as sulphur, burning tyres or incinerated waste, was being investigated by the local council. On Monday, however, the smell, which has been affecting mainly the eastern district of the city, had still not been identified and, according to many locals, appeared to be stronger. To date, no explanation has been provided by authorities and and the city of Nice once again took action and sent a letter on Monday morning to the prefect of the Alp-Maritime uh, to determine where the smell is coming from. And meanwhile, the Terre Bleu Association has announced legal action uh, for the lack of information, monitoring and protection of the population. Train traffic has been interrupted between Toulon and Hier in both directions. And the SNCF indicated on Monday that due to an act of vandalism, her traffic was at a standstill. A specialised team intervened to assess the damage, while many passengers experienced long delays into the evening. A new tourist tax in Monaco will be less than expected. And the National Council of Monaco claims to have obtained more measured rates for the tourist tax, which is coming into force. A bill to foreign guests of hotels in the Principality uh, voted unanimously in July 2023. The law requires any person over 18 years of age and not domiciled in the country and staying in a hotel or hotel residence in the Principality to pay a fee. Finally, Marseille is experiencing a boom in cruise ship passengers with 2.5 million visitors in 2023. The Grand Maritime Port of Marseille uh, reported a 76% increase in cruise activities, 36% more passengers and 53% more stopovers than in 2022. Of the 4 million people who set foot on land, there are 2.5 million cruise passengers or 1 million more than in 2022. After three years marked by the pandemic, the activity is now booming. The local news is brought to you by Balkan Estates Knight Frank Monaco. Go to BalkanEstates.com. Riviera Radio Sports News. 
In Formula One, Fernando Alonso has said that Lewis Hamilton's move to Ferrari could turn the Italian team into championship contenders in 2025. And meanwhile, a hearing into allegations of inappropriate and controlling behaviour against a Red Bull team boss, uh, Christian Horner, has finished without resolution. Horner has denied the claims. And in football, in the Premier League last night, Chelsea came from behind to win 3-1 against uh, Crystal Palace. Riviera Radio Business News, brought to you by Barclays. In this morning's business news, takeaway delivery drivers in the UK are planning to strike on Valentine's Day to demand better pay and improved working conditions. The action, impacting four food apps including Deliveroo and Uber Eats, is thought to involve as many as 3,000 drivers and riders on Wednesday evening. The action, organised by a grassroots group of Courier, many of whom are Brazilian, is intended to draw attention to what has been described as poor pay and working conditions many riders face while delivering food and groceries in cities across the UK. And the UK chip designer Arm Holdings has seen its stock market value almost double in less than a week as investors bet on the artificial intelligence boom. The Cambridge-based company reported financial results last Wednesday that showed demand for AI-related technology is boosting its sales. Chips designed by Arm already power almost every smartphone in the world. The firm was taken private by Japan's SoftBank back in 2016 and it returned to the stock market last September. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, Search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315-3535. The Marine Weather Forecast brought to you by Port Vauban and its brand new International Yacht Club of Antibes. The coast area is up to 20 miles offshore. The outmarine team in the VAR, the general situation is a depression of 1,011 millibars. Winds are northeasterly, force 2 to 4. Uh, the sea is moderate, visibility is good, and the barometric pressure for San Juan Capfra is 1,011 millibars. For North Corsica, winds are variable, force 2 to 4. The sea is moderate, visibility is good, and the barometric pressure for Cap Course, 1,013 millibars. The Marine Weather Forecast brought to you by Pauvobon, welcoming you all year round for a short or a long stay for all yachts up to 160 metres. Come and enjoy the new cruise centre at the International Yacht Club of Antibes. Find out more at leportvauban.com. The weather forecast brought to you by Pole Company, your premier global communication agency. Clear start with sunshine and a gentle breeze. Highs of 16 degrees in Nice and Antibes, 15 degrees in Monaco and Saint-Tropez, 10 degrees in Saint-Étienne-de-Tiné and 11 degrees in Tonde. This evening going down to 6 degrees along the coast. And the outlook for tomorrow and Thursday. Uh, tomorrow should be clear skies with highs of 14. Uh, Thursday cloudy with highs of between 12 and 15 degrees. The weather forecast brought to you by Pole Company, your premier global communication agency. Illuminate your brand's visibility with us and let your business shine. Find out more at polecompany.net. 
It's just gone uh, 20 to 9. We're highlighting uh, World Radio Day today on the Full English uh, Breakfast Show. Uh, very good morning to Mark, who says, Hi, radio, and in particular, Riviera Radio, is my daily dose of fun, sun, and news from the Côte d'Azur while listening and longing from uh, Dublin. Well, thank you very, Mark, very much, Mark, for your comments. Uh, what does radio uh, mean to you? Uh, Rob has written, Sam and I are rarely without the radio, being on Riviera Radio most of the day in our house, along with a small local community station called Abbey uh, 104. I think radio is a great friend and comfort, interactive and informative, but mostly it's fun. Your show especially. In bed with a cup of tea first thing in the morning. Hey, things are looking up. I'm in bed with someone. Thank you very much, Rob. Uh, Do keep them coming. Your comments on radio. Lisa says, hi, Sarah. I would like to say what radio means now to me, waking up and listening to your cheerful voice and great and funny show. It is a, just a very nice way to start the day, so thank you very much. Well, thank you, uh, studio at rivieradio.mc, if you'd like to say what radio uh, means to you, or you can WhatsApp me on plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine. Now, just before the news, I did the pop quiz. You're very quiet on the pop quiz this morning. I, I have to admit, I thought uh, many of you would get it, uh, but maybe it's my singing that's put you off the whole thing altogether. Um, I think I'm going to give it to Anthony. This was, guess the intro and the first few words to the song. It's Flowers in the Rain by The Move, and I think it was the first record ever played on Radio 1. But I'm driving, and I can't remember the words. Um, But I thought I'd send that in anyway. See you. Well, you did very well, Anthony, to send that in. But you are driving, so please do take extra care. Always pull over if you are uh, recording anything and sending it through to us. Uh, But you were absolutely right. That was the song. And Flowers in the Rain, that was the intro. And, of course, a few minutes before 7am on Saturday the 30th of September 1967, a 24-year-old DJ named Tony uh, was ready to place the needle on the record for Flowers in the Rain by The Move. The young... That young DJ was Tony Blackburn, and it marked, of course, the arrival of BBC Radio 1. And I remember being the tender age of about seven or eight and going to see Tony Blackburn in a pantomime, and he tried to drag me up on stage. Well, he managed to get me up on stage, and I never forgave him for it. I haven't spoken to him since, so there you go. But nobody's been singing it, so it's going to be over to me again, because what are the first few words? And I have to say, I did know the first few words to this, so here we go. One morning half asleep with all my blankets in a heap and yellow roses scattered. Half asleep with all my blankets in a heap and yellow roses scattered all around. The time was still approaching for I couldn't stand it anymore. So Mary goes upon my eye to I'm just sitting watching flowers in the rain. Speaking, hoping 
something I've grown up with, you know, uh, listening to music. It was, it was my music. I, I would seek out the shows. I'd be listening, you know, at night when everyone thought I was asleep. I've had the headphones on. I'd be listening away to the Friday Night Rock show. Uh, I, you know, I, I grew up with my mother listening to speech radio. So if I was down eating lunch, you know, when I was at home, I'd be listening to that. It, I've kind of been the soundtrack to my growing up. Um, and that hasn't changed. So for me, it is the most exciting industry. Um, you know, I love what it does. I love the way that it's changing. Um, I suppose as I got older, my, the breadth of what I consume has increased. You know, it's less about the particular passion for that kind of music right now. I, you know, I've naturally broadened out and I therefore, I consume quite widely. Um, but you know, it's there in the mornings when I'm having a shower with the waterproof FM radio. It's there if I wake up at night and I'll switch into the world service or I might listen to a drama or something. It's there when I'm on a long car journey. It's there when I'm traveling to work. It's, it's just kind of a part of, uh, 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 of, of who I am, I suppose. And I feel very privileged to work in it. It's just wonderful. and their bleeding heart smell fair program. Dad, I had to listen to this jerk all morning. Can we listen to something else? When I'm driving a car, I get to choose the radio station. When you're driving, we'll listen to your radio station. The Full English Breakfast Show highlighting World Radio Day. Do keep your comments coming. I'll be reading uh, most of them out in the last hour of the show after the BBC News at 9 o'clock. Studio at rivieradio.mc if you want to tell me what radio means to you or plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine on WhatsApp. And in the final hour at about uh, just after 9 o'clock, of course, bus nine, I have a very 
very special uh, piece because uh, would have, many of you have asked in the past for my father to come on and talk about his time in radio. For, unfortunately, his memory's not as great as it used to be. Uh, but I have managed to pull some people out of the closet and talk about uh, the radio and, uh, and his time at the radio. And also the very first person that kind of introduced me to the south of France at the Super Bear Recording Studios up in Belle's Alp, uh, uh, the wonderful John Etchell. So we'll have lots more snippets coming up between now and 10 o'clock. So don't go away. Uh, but we're having a quick look at the papers before the news are live from the BBC. The Press Review, brought to you by BMW Can, Nice and Monaco. Take a look at the front page of the Times this Tuesday morning. The British Prime Minister has pledged to build hundreds of thousands of new homes in Britain's cities to help young people uh, get on the housing ladder, uh, leads the front page of the Times. The BBC News Live from London is up next. The Press Review, brought to you by BMW, Nice, Cannes and Monaco. Boost your business with the electrified range by BMW. Find all the BMW business drive offers at your car dealer. Suit yourself. Don't say that was the BBC News if you don't want to. Uh, taking a look at the weather. Clear skies is what's forecast. Uh, plenty of sunshine, a gentle breeze. Highs of uh, 16 degrees in Nice and Antibes. 15 degrees in Monaco and Saint-Tropez. Uh, 10 degrees in Saint-Étienne-de-Tiné. And 11 degrees in Tende. This evening going down to 6 degrees along the coast. Yellow for tomorrow and Thursday. Tomorrow should be clear skies again with highs of 14. Uh, Thursday cloudy with highs of between uh, 12 and 15 degrees. The sun rose this morning at 7.32 and we'll set this evening at 5.36. The sea temperature if you're going for a dip in Nice is 14.2 degrees. In Milan today, 15 degrees and sunny. Liverpool, 9 degrees with heavy rain and Bordeaux, 15 degrees and misty with light winds. Seven minutes past nine o'clock, the last hour of the Full English Breakfast Show. We're highlighting World Radio Days. I've uh, kept some of the best <laughs> until the end of the show, or the last hour of the show for you. Uh, different clips from people on what radio means to them and uh, some experiences and a little inside knowledge. Uh, so we're not going to have three in a row. We're just going to have uh, songs to do with radio and what radio means to you. If you want to continue uh, sending me any comments, please feel free. Studio at rivieradio.mc or plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine. A very good morning to uh, Wendy who says, good morning, Sarah. Radio has played a big part in my life. I have vivid memories of sitting in my bedroom on a Sunday night, listening to the top 20 countdown in anticipation of what had got to number one. Ah, remember that well and trying to record it as well on cassette. I also use the radio as my alarm clock with Capital Radio, Radio 1 in London uh, with various different presenters from Tony Blackburn to Chris Tarrant Noel Edmonds and that crazy Kenny Everett. Uh, such personalities my favourite was undoubtedly Terry Wogan. If you wanted to laugh uh, my goodness, you'd wake up to his breakfast show and his dry sense of humour would kickstart the day. I can't sign off without a tribute to the lovely lady Annie Nightingale, who we sadly lost not long ago. As to my favourite song, that's hard 
regard. So many good songs out there, uh, but I can't think of any with radio in it, so I haven't been played already. Well, thank you uh, very, very much for your contribution, Wendy, to this morning's show. Uh, Therese said, the thrill of having a pocket radio in the late 50s, early 60s was just the biggest part of my life. And I used to go to bed listening to Radio Luxembourg under the bedclothes. Happy, happy memories. I'm sure a lot of listeners will have similar happy memories. A great radio day, you, Sarah, and the crew on the station. Uh, Thank you very much. And uh, Deirdre says, means everything to me. I have it on all day long. Do keep them coming. What radio means to you as we highlight a World Radio Day. Radio means me hobbing between channels and picking up news. radio mean to me? Well, it's been a large part of my life. It all started at school in the 60s. I was the weird kid with the ex-government headphones plugged into a hardboard box containing a two-valve radio receiver that I had built. I could only receive the BBC home service and a foreign station of indeterminate origin. At home, I could get Radio Luxembourg Pop music, Beatles and the Stones, rock music from America. Of course, I had to learn guitar and form a school rock band. On leaving school, the careers advisor suggested that, as I was interested in electronics, that I should join the Royal Navy as a radio operator. Uh, no thanks. Instead, I joined the BBC and was posted to Daventry for maintenance and operation of shortwave overseas transmitters. After a couple of years and still being into music, I was off to the BBC studios in London, a much more exciting occupation. There I met Chris Lysett, father of Sarah. It was a great era. Amongst other programmes, we worked with producer Jeff Griffin on In Concert which featured some of the best bands at the time, including Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Elton John, Deep Purple, and one of our favourites, The Faces. The career path in the BBC was to move from engineering to production. I tried this, but I preferred engineering, and so after 12 years of radio, I resigned and entered the music business as a freelance recording engineer. First work was on the Hollies album, Right On. Then off to the south of France and Super Bear Studio in Berlay's Out, in the hills behind Nice and Monaco. I was the house engineer there and worked with Rick Wright, David Gilmore, Jim Capaldi, Francis Cabrel, 
and Queen, who were overdubbing and mixing their album Jazz. Elisitz would come to visit, which may have led eventually to Sarah being at Riviera Radio. In 1979, I went on tour with Queen to record Live Killers, mixing it at Montreux, and then I returned to England, back to radio for a while, producing sessions for Sounds of the 70s. Punk had happened in my absence, and it was a shock after the carefully crafted sessions at Super Bear. Madness, in their early days, came in. When I pointed out the sax was a bit out of tune, got the response... I've only been playing three weeks, mate. What do you expect? Off again to various music studios before building a post-production and voice studio, Soundbite, in 1997. There I worked with Chris Wallace and Jill Waters, who produced spoken word programmes for the radio. One day the phone rang. It was Jim Capaldi's manager. Jim has a mate who's looking for an engineer for his home studio. Hmm, it's not worth doing, I thought. Turned out the mate was George Harrison, and I ended up working with him for several years. Then it was full circle, back to the home service, now Radio 4, and for the past 20 years I've been editing Book of the Week and Book at Bedtime for the Waters Company. Start the next one next week. So that's what radio means to me. More work. Once you've heard high fidelity reproduction, you'll be hard to satisfy with anything less. Singers, Lonnie, Mac, a twang, an idiot, his ring, we're going steady, take it easy, take me high, lie, lie, how's a fire, no commotion, poker, passion, deeper purple, satisfaction, baby, baby, got it, got it, give me, give me, getting hot, as Sammy's cooking, Leslie, Cora, Richie, Valens, end of story, my Vista, Fuji, I'm a Kama Sutra, Rama, Lama, Richard, Perry, Spectre, Barry, Rogers, Archers, Nielsen, Harry, Shimmy, Shimmy, Coco, Pop, it, Fats, it's back, and finger, pop, it, a rock but the radio rolled me and a big thank you to uh, John Etchell there who gave a little insight into what radio uh, means to him and uh, also managed to contribute uh, for my dad <laughs> so thank you uh, very much uh, to John for uh, sending that into Riviera Radio 921 uh, the full English breakfast show highlighting World Radio Day beep, 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 yeah. Riviera Radio Travel News Taking a look at the roads, what's going on on the roads. It's slow moving, still coming into Monaco, but the tunnel there hasn't closed yet. It's remained open. Uh, do take care if you're going up to any of the ski resorts, as there are some road closures and diversions in place uh, due to uh, two landslides that occurred uh, yesterday. The best thing is to check on the on the 
website, the Info Traffic Auto Route and Road Local Roads website, are on the trains. Uh, so far, there's that long delay on the uh, one I mentioned earlier on that was, I uh, can't remember where it was going. Where it was going? Going somewhere. <laughs> Marseille, that was it, the 8.36. It's now delayed 180 minutes. Uh, the 10 past 9 one, uh, Nice to Ventimiglia, has a 20-minute delay on it, so that still hasn't left. And the 9.29, Nice to Monton, has a five-minute delay on it so far. Uh, nothing to report at Nice International Airport. Romantic Valentine's Day at the Splendid Hotel and Spa in Nice. Treat your partner to a relaxing moment to share, including jacuzzi, hammam, face and head treatment, back massage and a glass of champagne on our rooftop bar with amazing panoramic views. Only €190 for two people. The Splendid Hotel and Spa. Booking and information about other available packages at splendid-hotel.com. Need a service for your fire extinguishers, fixed systems, breathing apparatus and air cylinders? Think Chantier Kellar, your partner for service and supply of fire extinguishers, breathing apparatus and EBDs. Classification approved. Kellar, 30 years as your life-saving supplier. Log on to Kellar, Q-U-E-L-A-R-T dot com. Hansel, we're saved. The old witch is Join us at the International School of Nice for a spellbinding performance of the Collected Grim Tales, adapted by Caroline Duffy and dramatized by Tim Supple, on the 15th, 16th, 17th of February at 7.30pm. Tickets are available at isn-nice.com. The Local News, brought to you by Balkan Estates, Knight Frank Monaco, the largest privately owned real estate group in the world. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. Good morning, it's 9.30. I'm Sarah Lysett reporting. French President Emmanuel Macron is to meet tomorrow with farmers' unions for the first time since the start of protests. The head of state will meet in the coming days all the agricultural unions, starting with the Rural Coordination and the Peasant Confederation tomorrow, ahead of the FNSEA and the Young Farmers next week. Uh, these meetings are planned like every year, ahead of the agricultural show, but will be the first between the president and the representative organisations of farmers since the start of the crisis. Meanwhile, unions from the Eiffel Tower in Paris have voted for a renewable strike from February the 19th. The unions are once again denouncing poor financial management by the uh, local council. Uh, the CGT and the Force Ouvrier uh, denounced poor financial management of the monument by the town council with under uh, underestimated costs and overestimated uh, revenues. Uh, the employees also pointed out the threat of a strike uh, during the Olympic Games organised in the French capital from July the 26th. 26 to August the 11th. 
And France's Minister of National Education has revealed that school bullying affects, on average, more than one student in every class in France. The conclusions of a national survey also reveal that a significant proportion of students need more assistance and help in the face of the risk of bullying. Locally, gunshots have once again been heard in the Moulin district of Nice. As shots were heard at around 4.30pm on Monday, no injuries were reported. According to the first elements from the National Police, the shots were fired on 37 Boulevard Paul Montel, near a laundrette, which has also been used as a dealing point, with several shootings in the area in recent months. An investigation is currently underway. Five Spanish men have received four to five year prison sentences and a 5.6 million euro fine after being stopped by police at the pay toll on the A8 motorway in Frejus. Uh, the facts date back to December of last year uh, when the individuals were found to be in possession of half a tonne of cannabis pollen distributed in 16 bags between two vehicles worth 5.6 million euros. Uh, police confirmed that they were dealing with a well-organised drug network. Finally, in Marseille, uh, they're experiencing a boom in cruise ship passengers with 2.5 million visitors uh, last year. The maritime port of Marseille reported a 76% increase in cruise activities, 36% more passengers and 53% more stopovers uh, than in 2022. Of the 4 million people who set foot on land, there are 2.5 million cruise passengers or 1 million more than in 2022. After three years marked by the pandemic, the activity is booming. The local news is brought to you by Balkan Estates Knight Frank Monaco. Go to BalkanEstates.com. Riviera Radio Sports News. In football in the Premier League last night, Chelsea came from behind to win 3-1 against Crystal Palace. And in Formula 1, Fernando Alonso has said that Lewis Hamilton's move to Ferrari could turn the Italian team into championship contenders in 2025. Uh, meanwhile, a hearing into allegations of inappropriate and controlling behaviour against Red Bull team boss uh, Christian Horner has finished without a resolution after he denied uh, the claims. Riviera Radio Business News, brought to you by Barclays. In this morning's business news, uh, takeaway delivery drivers in the UK are planning uh, to strike on Valentine's Day uh, to demand better pay and improved working conditions. Uh, the action impacting four food apps, including uh, Deliveroo and Uber Eats, is thought to involve as many as 3,000 drivers and riders on Wednesday evening. And the UK chip designer Arm Holdings has seen its stock market value almost double in less than a week as investors bet on the artificial intelligence. Boom. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 93135. Three five. This is Riviera Radio.
Keeping you up to date on all that's happening along the Côte d'Azur with the Riviera Radio What's On Guide. The American Club of the Riviera is organising a special Valentine's Day happy hour at the Columbus Hotel in Fontvieille this Wednesday, the 14th of February from 6pm to 8.30. There'll be delicious drinks, prizes and a surprise or two. Get your free ticket at AmericanClubRiviera.com. Meanwhile, the American Club are also organising a guided visit of the Matisse Chapel in Vence, followed by lunch at La Régence on Wednesday the 21st of February from 10am. The visit and lunch combined are €55 Euros for members and 65 for non-members. Bookings are required by this Friday at the latest. For more info, visit AmericanClubRiviera.com and click on events. And staying in Vence, the Mediatek presents a concert by the award-winning Nice pianist and singer Oro Ilia on Saturday the 17th of February at 8pm. She'll be performing Chanson Française from the likes of Barbara and Anne Sylvestre. Entry is free. Details of all of those events can be found on the What's On section at rivieraradio.mc and if you're organising an event, let us know by email. WOG at rivieraradio.mc This is Riviera Radio with the latest English and international job opportunities available right now. On the Riviera Radio job line. Yacht support agency Lunautica, based in the port of Nice, is looking for a highly organised accounting assistant to join Team Lunautica. This is a part-time CDD contract from April to November. Experience with administrative and accounting software and previous employment in a similar position are essential. Are you good with numbers and fluent in English and French? Then Lunautica is looking for you. Experience in the yachting industry is a plus. Please send your CV now to job at lunautica.com that's L-U-N-A-U-T-I-C-A dot com Riviera Yacht Support, an Antibes yacht agency, is looking for a yacht agent. The position is a seasonal CDD contract. Responsibilities include customer communication, problem solving, teamwork, computer literacy, bilingual French and English. Yachting and service industry knowledge is advantageous. If you're interested in becoming part of this solution-finding team, please contact Campbell at rivieryachtsupport.com. That's C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L at rivieryachtsupport.com. Finally, in Jobs Wanted, is your home or garden longing for the touch of expert care? A seasoned German resident on the Côte d'Azur for 22 years is looking for a live-in position. He brings a diverse set of talents to enhance your property. Particulous caretaker, skilled gardener, adept fleet manager, pool service specialist, reliable chauffeur and a passionate cook. With a background in carpentry, he's also equipped to handle almost all repair requirements. For more information, please email contact at kugler.pro. That's contact at K-U-G-L-E-R. Pro or call 0780-461415. Full details are available on our website, rivieraradio.mc. And to place an advert in Jobline, please call 0037-9797-9475. Clean and clear skies. I don't know how clean they are, but they should be clear. Sunshine, a gentle breeze. Highs of 16 degrees in Nice and Antibes. 15 degrees in Monaco and Saint-Tropez. 10 degrees in Saint-Étienne de Tinay and 11 degrees in Tende. This evening going down to 6 degrees along the coast. And the outlook for tomorrow and Thursday. A Wednesday, clear skies with highs of 14 degrees. Thursday, a cloudy with highs of between 12 and 15 degrees. You're up to date. Uh, the news is available on Riviera Radio. Uh, dot 
MC. You can also uh, check out our Facebook page, 106.5 Riviera Radio, highlighting uh, World Radio Day today. If you wish to send me uh, comments, then uh, please do. Studio at rivieradio.mc or on the WhatsApp. Uh, and the number is plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine, or on the open mic on the Riviera Radio app. Uh, very good morning uh, to Mike, who says. Hi, Sarah. Memories of radio. I was sent to work in Nigeria in 1968 during the Bafra Civil War and very soon found out that the BBC World Service was the only way I could keep in touch with what was going on in the world generally and also to hear how the war was going. And it was not just us expatriates who benefited from the BBC. It was universally held up as the voice of truth. I remained in Africa for nearly another 25 years and although communication improved and the BBC World Service remained with me. Well, thank you uh, very much to Mike. Diana says, that was brilliant, really interesting. Thank you so much uh, for the clip from uh, my friend uh, John Etchell's earlier on that I played just after uh, the news at nine o'clock. We've got a couple more before ten o'clock, if I can fit them in. Uh, also, Helen, who says, hi, Sarah. That was good to hear about your father just now. Uh, radio has been a constant in my life, uh, starting from when I was ten or 11 and listened to Radio Luxembourg under the bedclothes. And then it was Radio 1 and the Tony Blackburn breakfast show. I grew up hearing the words produced by Chris Lyson at the end of various programmes. I'm sure he's had a fascinating career in radio and through him you must have met a lot of radio and music people. Uh, you must have had a wonderful childhood. I expect you were surrounded by music on the radio constantly as it was 24-7 in my household. And the little anecdote was that when we would drive down to the south of France my mother blames the fact that we didn't go into anything but radio because we didn't listen to classical music. We <laughs> listened to the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and David Bowie and the Faces. Uh, so, <laughs> different, you know, different of opinions. And now, look, you're hosting your own show, says Helen, which we listen to every morning without fail. You've brought so much fun and laughter to the breakfast show. I'm sure people don't realise how much hard work goes into presenting a three-hour show. You do it so well, and I'm sure your parents must be... Oh, you're going to make me cry. Very proud of you. Thank Thank you very much, Helen, in Rockabrun, Sir Arjan. It's also comments about what radio means to you. You've been fantastic this morning. I've had so many compliments. I'm a little bowled over, uh, but I've got a few more pieces to play between now and 10 o'clock, so hope you'll stick around uh, for World Radio Day. And uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart. This... It was the first song I played on my late night show. I can't tell you what it was called at the time, because I don't think you're allowed to say that now. But it was at the time when Riviera Radio was made up of people from probably all over different backgrounds, different places, as I said the other day, from commercial radio backgrounds to a pirate radio, and they put me on air at 11 o'clock until 2 in the morning and I could do what I want basically basically I could play the music that I wanted and I got John Peel involved he helped me out with sending me or discovering new bands that I was trying to bring to the Riviera and it was a, well not so much a new band but this was the first song I played it's Radiohead and Creep <laughs> says it all really 9.41 the Full English Breakfast Show live from Monaco Highlighting World Radio Day, thanks to you, the listener. When you were before, couldn't look you in the eye. You're just like an angel, 
You're now listening to this week's LBS Report by Tracy Leonetti, Paperwork Professional. If there is one subject that causes the most stress and anxiety, it's dealing with your visas to move to France. Understanding which visa, or even if you need a visa, is something that comes up time and time again in consultations with clients, in webinars, and of course at the many property shows that I attend. This is normal, let's face it, it's a key element of your successful move to France. Of course, which type of visa you need largely depends on your nationality, how long you wish to stay in France and, of course, the reason for your visit. Rumour has it that I came to France over 30 years ago without a visa. Well, yes, that is true. But don't do as I did, do as I say. Getting the correct visa before you come to France will make your integration so much smoother. I'm Tracy Leonetti and I'm passionate about helping people live their best life in France by helping them with a smooth transition to France. You know, I'm going to be really honest here. What drives me crazy is I'm not an expert in finance. I can't cut hair. I don't recognise any type of car except my own. And seriously, I cannot draw a line without rubbing it out. But I'm excellent at French bureaucracy and visas. And it drives me absolutely crazy that people are willing to invest so much money in a move to France. But when it comes to getting the facts on visas and immigration and other French processes, they go online to free forums or, worse still, ask advice from friends rather than paying for a service that provides the right information based on their needs. Literally just last week, a lovely lady reached out to me for a consultation because she'd had her business visa rejected. She'd basically taken the wrong advice and now she was worried. She thought it would be easy, but believe me, nothing about immigration or French bureaucracy is easy. Anyway, I digress. The visa is often the first step in your journey to France, so please, please get the right advice. In today's LBS report on demystifying French bureaucracy, I will be clarifying the different visas you may need when moving to France. So, let's get started. If you'd like to hear the rest of this LBS report by Tracy Leonetti, paperwork professional, and find out more about how to ensure a smooth transition to France, visit lbsinfrance.com or check out the Riviera Radio podcast page. Radio is giving you an image. You have, uh, when you listen to sound, you have that imagination that comes. You make your own pictures behind the, the voice that you hear. Um, I, I, I was not a radio professional. I mean, I, I was a tennis player. So I, I, I was in the sport. I came to, to radio because of my father and he, he and I, I'm not listening a lot to radio. I listen now more and more to podcasts. Podcast is, is something that is really changing the the way people are listening.
Daylight programme was very staid, it was very BBC. I would like to say that uh, the presentation team always wore dinner jackets. I think that might be a bit of an exaggeration, but it certainly wasn't for young people. There was nothing for young people. What kind of musical content would you have got on? Um, light orchestras, um, possibly a bit of folk, although I doubt even that that was there, but it, uh, brass bands, uh, uh, yes, and very accessible classical music, I, I would think. My class is mainstream in those days. Yeah, mainstream classical. Yeah. Yeah. But really, no, it never impacted on me. In fact, I, I suspect possibly even... Um, the home service did more than that because at least you might get a bit of comedy on right. on on the home service and my, or perhaps I don't I, I don't really remember but no but the real thing was Radio Luxembourg that was the own and I as I say that I was introduced to that through my brother and then it became clear that Radio Carolina Dank had somewhere off Felixstowe I think and that really blew it all open and it was the first time we didn't hear it in the and by this time I was in the Isle of Man so we didn't hear it at all uh, because it was the other side of the country and uh, but uh, knowing it was there made it even worse if you know what I mean um, and then and I was just looking up earlier today that actually Ronan O'Reilly, who started Pirate Radio, or Radio Caroline, um, you know, it, it was only, I think, a gap of six months be before, because such was the demand in the UK from young people, that it was only six months later when I think Radio Caroline, as it was, became Ra Radio Caroline North, and another boat came in to service the area that Radio... Uh, Caroline South as it became and um, it happened to be moored three miles off um, the, our local town Ramsey in the Isle of Man in, on the north west coast and you know and I had my first I mean this um, I had my first sort of interface with celebrity when I queued up for Tom Lodge's autograph as he was getting on the tender to go out to uh, the ship and of course then when it started well it was just unreal because obviously it, it was American inspired and it was DJs playing music and all the rest of it and that was my first real big inter introduction
this is Daniel Lysett, uh, Sarah's brother and obviously Chris's son. Um, so please excuse any bias in this short piece. Radio, huge part, obviously, of my family uh, and uh, everybody's lives, I think, over the last, uh, well, God knows how many years. Um, my grandfather was head of outside broadcast for BBC, did some important things with Churchill and the king abdicating, but dad took up the mantle. I'm the black sheep because I went to the dark side and started working in the record industry. But no, radio and dad in particular, uh, amazing part of all our lives. Uh, he's nearly 40 years he was at the BBC working initially on sessions with the likes of David Bowie, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd. Moving on to Radio 1 itself, he worked with everybody from John Peel on The Obscure and Strange to uh, to The Breakfast Show. So he covered all bases there, becoming head of music in what I would say was the heyday of Radio 1 during the 80s. Um, uh, into the 90s. Always, obviously, going back to his background as a, as a sound engineer, live uh, broadcasts were a main part of uh, his career. He did both Live Aid and the legendary Freddie Mercury uh, tribute concert. And in his latter years, he pioneered the coverage of Glastonbury, which, uh, although now you can view on 46 different parts of uh, the, uh, the one play, was originally radio only. Uh, for me personally, I've loved, obviously worked in music and radio was a huge part of uh, my career on the other side. I like Test Match Special, to be honest, listening to the cricket on a summer's day, you can't beat it. And obviously, whenever in the south of France, which is as often as I can be, I listen to uh, Sarah on uh, Riviera Radio 106.5, is it, I think? Anyway, lots of love to all of you there and I hope the sun's shining because it's miserable here. Bye. Good morning, Sarah. A little bit late for your show about radio, but I have vivid memories of sitting round the radio on a Saturday night listening to Lost in Space with David Kossif. It did amazing things to your imagination, and little did we know then that one day man would walk on the moon, and, uh, well, the rest is history. Have a great show. Love your morning shows. Get me up and going, and take care, and have a great day today. Bye. It's Marie, by the way, from Monaco. Thank you very much to Marie here in Monaco. Thank you so much for all your comments. That's it for World Radio Day as far as the Full English Breakfast Show. I would like to dedicate this show this morning to my dad who, as I mentioned earlier, and unfortunately, uh, his memory's not the greatest as it has been in the past and many of you have asked him to come in and have a chat you'd love to hear all the uh, stories and anecdotes and it's not I'm not being rude and he's certainly not being rude it's just a bit difficult to remember so I managed this morning to get other people to remember for him and also uh, you the listener of course and, and your contribution to the show is just as important as it is every morning so uh, thank you for listening and thank you for taking part in a world radio day on the Full English Breakfast Show on Riviera Radio and it uh, means means the world to me, yeah. I just don't think, don't know where I would be if I wasn't sitting here talking to you, and I'm glad you're here, because as much as all your comments have been saying how I save you, or I make you feel chirpy, it works both ways, you know, because uh, yes, I don't think I would be as chirpy if you weren't there. Okay, that's enough. International news headlines and the weather up next.
2024, the king of pop culture will reign supreme at the Nice Carnival, captivating audiences from the 17th of February to the 3rd of March. Brace yourself for a citywide pop sensation, promising entertainment for all, whether you're with family, friends, or flying solo. Don't miss the legendary Corsi and Flower Battles. Book your tickets now or get your costumes ready. And don't forget, dressed up is free. Information and bookings at Nice Carnival.com. For property services in Monaco, across the Côte d'Azur and throughout the French Alps, contact Savills, the local property experts with a truly international reach. Think property, think Savills. Easy Pet is proud to sponsor the Woofer of the Week. Tune in tomorrow, Wednesday at 8.15, 12.30 and again at 16.30 on 106.5 Riviera Radio. Visit easypet.net. Savills Monaco, specialists in lettings, sales and evaluations. Globally known, locally trusted. Think property, think Savills Monaco. It's past 10 o'clock. Taking a look at the international news headlines, uh, Biden says Israel must protect the vulnerable in Rafah. And the US president says Israeli operations in the Gazan city must include a plan uh, to protect civilians. And uh, meanwhile, uh, Trump seeks Supreme Court pause in 2020 election case. He is fighting a ruling denying him presidential immunity in the federal election interference case. And Delhi turns into a fortress as farmers plan a huge march. And thousands of farmers have hit the streets again, saying their key demands from 2021 haven't been fulfilled. The weather forecast brought to you by Pole Company, your premier global communication agency. Clear start or fine, it should be mostly sunny. Yes, a gentle breeze. Highs of 16 degrees in Nice and Antibes, 15 degrees in Monaco and Saint-Tropez, 10 degrees in Saint-Étienne-de-Tinay and 11 degrees in Tondes. This evening going down to 6 degrees along the coast. And the outlook for tomorrow and Thursday, uh, tomorrow should be clear skies, highs of 14, cloudy on Thursday with highs of between 12 and 15 degrees. The weather forecast brought to you by Pole Company, your premier global communication agency. Illuminate your brand's visibility with us and let your business shine. Find out more at pollcompany.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all your comments and thank you for all your compliments on how much you've enjoyed this morning's show. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow morning. It's a Wednesday and oh no. <laughs> oh, I just remembered it's Valentine's Day. Oh, I'm not that mad about Valentine's Day. I think ever since a, a young age when we used to at school, we used to have a post box and I, you know, some of my friends got more cards than I did in that post box, and so I think that just uh, put me off. Anyway, it's Valentine's Day, so it's going to be all about loving each other. And uh, we're going to do uh, dedications. Any love requests uh, can be to family or friends or your partner or even your dog or cat or hamster. And uh, so we'll be doing that tomorrow. We'll be, we will be celebrating uh, love because you should celebrate it. Love because that's all there is, really. And we'll have Woofer of the Week talking of love. Uh, Woofer of the Week will be back tomorrow morning just after 8 o'clock. All the news is available throughout the day on uh, rivieradio.mc and you can check out our Facebook page 106.5 a Riviera Radio feel free uh, to leave a comment uh, if you dare 
Uh, right, I've got so much to do. I was trying to move my piano yesterday, but because my floor is falling in, I've got it stuck between the, between the hallway and the and the dining area. So you were lucky that I made it this morning because at one point I couldn't get out of my flat. I had to try and climb over the piano and I went completely ankle over or elbow over, you know what, uh, to get here. But I made it. Uh, so uh, hopefully I'll get that moved and... Um, yeah, I'll be here tomorrow at 7. And remember, happy World Radio Day. Loads of love and kisses. And uh, just remember, radio isn't over till it's over. Lenny Kravitz, have a wonderful day. Take care. Speak to you tomorrow. Bye. most influenced my life was two-way family favorites. I would listen to this as a boy in my parents' rather drab dining room where for some reason the radio was sighted. And it was broadcast on a Sunday about midday. It was an unusual program. It was to bring together all uh, expatriate Brits who were serving in the forces uh, overseas and in other occupations. But for me, it wasn't just the music, which as a byproduct was great for many people because it was non-stop popular music broadcasting, but it was the romance of the places. The overseas presenter must have been using a shortwave radio because the signal came and went. It was on the light programme and our signal was rather better and the music was played from London. And there was chat, dedications. The overseas presenter would always give a rough description of what was going on and the names and the places were new to me. Singapore, Hong Kong, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, a lot from Germany, from Cyprus. And I would study all of these places on my school atlas and it all seemed unbelievably glamorous and romantic and ultimately it led me to do what i did for the rest of my career which was fly airplanes to all those destinations thank you bbc light program you're on riviera radio Just knowing what you're thinking And hearing how your day's been a national culture began to develop. Listeners across the nation were enjoying the same music and laughing to the same comedy sketches. Baseball fans in Kentucky 
could listen to a game being played in Boston, while teenagers in Texas might be listening to the latest jazz music from the Cotton Club in New York City. At first, the federal government had very little regulation over the radio industry. As radio became more and more popular, the government eventually stepped in and began passing laws to monitor content and regulate other aspects of the industry. The Federal Radio Act of 1927 authorized the creation of the Federal Radio Commission, which oversaw radio. Not everyone was a fan of radio, though. Many derided the new technology as a mere toy. Others described it as virtually useless and saw no practical application for the device. The harshest critics suggested that it would cause a moral corruption of society as Americans became lazy and desired only more entertainment. Still others felt that it made the dissemination of information too easy and thus people would not value it as much. However, despite these criticisms, one thing was clear to all. For better or worse, radio had arrived and it was here to stay. Number one for English language hits on the Côte d'Azur, Riviera Radio. Radio. 